When you're not being clear with a colleague about your expectations because it feels scary, yet you're holding them accountable or you're blaming them for not delivering, it's just unkind. It's not fair to have an expectation without them knowing it. Hi, I'm Aaron Levy, and I have this vision of a workplace where your manager doesn't suck, where instead your manager is your coach, helping you to reach your full potential at work. I founded Raise the Bar, wrote Open, Honest, and Direct, and started this podcast to help companies transform their workplace into a place where both the company and employee succeeds. In this podcast, I get to interview leaders who've built high-performing teams and learn from them on what it takes to unlock a team's potential. In today's featured Coach's Corner, Raise the Bar coach Sherry Bade talks about giving tough feedback and how it's an act of kindness when given in the appropriate way. She also talks about how to best give and receive it, even if you're a people pleaser. Enjoy. Welcome, Sherry, to the Open, Honest, and Direct podcast. So happy to have you today. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you, Tina. I'm so excited to be here. So I know you're a leadership coach for us, but I'd like you to start out by telling us a little bit about your passions in coaching, any specialties, just something so we can get to know you a little bit better. You know, coaching is, is, it is my job. And it's also at the same time, it's my passion. If I wouldn't get paid for this, I would still be doing it, I think. And what I love so much about it is that people come to their first coaching session, not really sure what to expect, what coaching actually is, you know, what, what are we doing? And then when we start our conversations, you slowly start to see how they are like changing, changing mindsets, making small adjustments in their lives. They're starting to do things a little bit differently. And those little changes can sometimes have really, really big impacts. And it's just so energizing to be a part of that and to, to see that happening in front of my eyes. Today, I think we're going to talk a little bit about delving into giving feedback, critical conversations because that's all kind of, in my eyes, related. So I think I probably speak for a good number of people. I tend to be a people pleaser. I think giving tough feedback could be particularly difficult for a lot of people. So can you tell me, share a couple of tactical tips to help us get over that fear and aversion of sharing negative feedback? Yeah, for sure. And before I go into giving tips about it, it's sometimes very helpful to understand why some people have this fear of conflict or the tendency to want to please people. So let's go back about a million years. As cavemen and women, we used to live in tribes, right? And the reason for that was because we wouldn't be able to survive on our own compared to other um, animals. We're much slower. We're not great climbers. We don't have very sharp teeth. So if back then humans had to hunt and fight bears by themselves, you and I wouldn't even be sitting here right now. Now, what makes humans stand out is their intelligence and the ability to socialize. If you were back then behaving in a certain way and, and that wasn't acceptable in your tribe, you'd be kicked out. And when you'd be kicked out of your tribe, that would mean death. And as a result, we evolved to associate social rejection with death. Now, that was maybe true millions of years ago, but today that just isn't the case anymore. But it's still a very natural part of being human. We are hardwired to, to think this way and to want to be liked. And 
what I do myself, I, I use a mantra that was inspired by Brene Brown in her book, Dare to Lead. Okay. And it's, it's very simple and straightforward. But what I tell myself when I have to have a tough conversation or, you know, bring up something that makes me feel uncomfortable, I tell myself clear is kind, unclear is unkind. And what I hear very often when I ask leaders why they don't want to give the feedback or why they don't want to have a tough conversation is because they are afraid that they'll hurt someone's feelings and they want to they want to be kind to this person. But what they're actually doing when they withhold the feedback or when they're not having the conversation, they're being unkind and they're being unfair. It's just, it's tough, but it's almost a necessary thing to keep everything functional, correct? Exactly. And most of the times... I am, if I need to give the feedback, then I am the one who is avoiding it because I want to feel more comfortable myself. And it's not the other person who feels the discomfort. When you're not being clear with a colleague about your expectations because it feels scary, yet you're holding them accountable or you're blaming them for not delivering, it's just unkind. It's not fair to have an expectation without them knowing it. So my tip would be to, to keep this in the back of your mind next time that you need to have a tough conversation. One difficult thing about having a critical conversation or giving difficult feedback is that a lot of people are afraid that they're going to say the wrong thing to the person they're giving the feedback to and maybe be overly critical in a way that's not productive. So as the person who's giving this feedback or having this conversation, what are some do's and don'ts that we should keep in mind as we're getting ready to have a conversation that may be difficult? So that's a great question. As a manager or as the person who is providing the feedback, first of all, it's fantastic if you're aware that you are sounding overly critical. It's really good if somebody can realize that like, hey, there, here's a problem. This is the way I, I'm afraid I come across. And then you can do something about it. One thing that you could do before you head into that conversation is to ask yourself what this person that you're going to give the feedback to, what this person is really great at. List for yourself like 10 things that you that you really admire about this person. And in this way, your mind already starts shifting a little bit in, in another direction. That's, that's one of the tips that I can give you and the listeners. So in other words, you want to include some positive feedback in with the negative feedback? Not necessarily include it, but have it in your mind. Like have in your mind the, the, all the positive traits of this person, because when you're only thinking about the negative thing that you're giving the feedback on, your whole mindset towards this person may be a little bit more negative. And the person feels that, you know, maybe you're not saying these words, but you're expressing or you're exuding that in, in some way or another. So when you kind of prime yourself to think of also the, the positive things of this person, the positive traits, it will help you in in coming across as more positive. We recommend using Wortman's feedback model in our Race to Bar training sessions, which I'm a really big fan of. And you start when you're having this feedback conversation with your direct reports or, or with someone that you want to give the feedback to, you start with the question, what do you think went well? We're doing this at Race to Bar after each training session. For example, we come together with the facilitators and we, we ask one another, what's one thing that you think went well? And then the person answers the question, well, here's what I think went well. And then you as a manager 
or you as the head facilitator say like, here's one thing that I think you did well. Then there is a pause and you ask the person who is getting the feedback, what do you think you could be doing better next time? Or what's something that you want to do differently next time? They answer the question and there is your moment after that is your moment of giving the feedback. Well, here's what I think that you need to be doing differently next time. You're allowing the other person also to, to share their take on the thing that happens, on the conversation, the meeting, the presentation, whatever it is that you're talking about. If I'm an employee, a team member, right? And maybe I'm having a conflict with another team member, or perhaps there's something that my manager is doing that is precluding me from doing a good job, whatever it is, there might be some feedback I want to share with my manager that may not be positive. Mm -hmm. but necessary, right, to being productive. And of course, there's that power factor in there that makes it even more difficult to share negative feedback or have a critical conversation when you're going up the power chain. So do you have any advice on how best to approach something like that without making it sound like you're complaining and to have the best opportunity for success at that kind of a conversation? Yeah, that's a fantastic question. And I think, you know, if you have gotten to that point that you are having these thoughts, like, oh, I need to provide feedback to my manager or someone who is above me, that is really, really great because lots of people dismiss the idea altogether of, of giving feedback to someone who's, who's their senior. And yes, it is scary. Of course, it's scary. People often have these thoughts of, what if this will be used against me or or in the past when someone has had given feedback to a senior person they were fired like these things still happen so it's very scary and there's of course no one right answer or solution to it but one of the things that you can start doing is to not frame it in your mind as i am going to give negative feedback to this person because if you have this idea of this is negative, what I'm going to talk to my manager about, then it's going to feel more negative. And it kind of goes back to what I what I shared before, where clear is kind, unclear is unkind. It also apply, applies here in your relationship with your manager. When you're being clear with them, you're being kind. You're letting them know something that doesn't work for you, uh, something they are doing or not doing. The end of the day, you're hoping that your manager you know, what, what really interests them is, is your growth and development or the growth and development of the company. So you're, you're being clear and kind. One thing that is really very helpful, and I recommend it to my coaching clients all the time, is to practice having this conversation before you're actually mm. going to deliver the feedback. Great things happen when you're saying the words out loud and when you're practicing them. So Connect with your coach or find a friend that you can trust because it will make it less scary to say the words to your manager or to the person that you're giving feedback to when you've already practiced saying these words out loud. And if you're lucky, the person that you're practicing with is going to share back with you how the message was received for them. And maybe they can help you find a different way of expressing yourself. Trust me, it's going to be much easier when, when you've practiced it beforehand. Because I think what I'm getting from you is it's all about being authentic, but also making sure that that authenticity and that energy stays positive. Yeah. Now let's kind of talk a little bit about receiving feedback, right? I, I was walking with a friend the other day and we were kind of talking about that. And 
she kind of surprised me because she's somebody who has had a, a great career as a manager. And her team members would all say that she was a great manager. So it surprised me when she mentioned that it's so difficult to hear negative feedback. You realize that this is something that everybody struggles with, right? And again, I love the idea of, you know, clarity is, is kind, but it's still tough to hear it. So what would you say? How can you best accept negative feedback and learn from it? You know, receiving feedback is never fun. It's just this uh, feeling that we get afterwards. No matter how often you've received feedback in your life, it, it never, it never is fun. I, you know, eventually when I when I first received a feedback, I feel ugh, and then a, a few days later, or sometimes a few hours, it depends on you know how much importance or, or how much weight I'm attached to the feedback. After that, I feel better and I feel I feel grateful for the person who has given me the feedback. But in the moment or right after, it just it's this shitty feeling. And actually, this is a good thing that we're feeling this way. Because it means that you're not a psychopath. It means that you're that you care about what other people think about you. First of all, I want to say that it's very, very normal to feel shitty after you've received feedback. It's what you're going to do with those feelings yeah. afterwards, right? Exactly. So there's there's different things that people do with those feelings afterwards. So some people tell themselves that it isn't true what they said, or some people try to shake it off or try to not think of it. Or, you know, we all have these different def defense mechanisms that we're putting into play because we want to try to feel good with ourselves. So that's all great. I think the most important thing that you can do is to tell yourself that it's normal and to not judge yourself. To not tell yourself that this is bad or this is good or to put any kind of label on it, but to just receive the feedback. And I'm, it's funny, I'm doing this with my hands. You cannot see this, but it's something really great that I learned a few years ago. And that is practice of receiving hands where you put your palms up to the sky and you're like stretching your arms out as if you're receiving some kind of big package. And you can always choose what you want to do. Like there's this package that somebody has given you. There's this package with constructive feedback that someone is trying to deliver to you and give me the feedback. I want to receive it. I'm open to looking at the feedback that you're giving me from your standpoint. But if I'm going to assume that you're wrong and I'm right, then I'm probably not even going to be able to see what you're talking about or let alone change that behavior that you mentioned. In short, practice receiving hands, put your palms up, receive that package, and then decide what you're going to do with it. That's kind of like the yoga hand signal for gratitude, right? Keep your hands open during a mantra. Yes. And it's just, it does, it sets your mindset that it's a, it's a gift. And that's what we're trying to stretch in our training sessions too. Like feedback is a gift, but yeah. sometimes we cannot realize that in the moment because we're, we're being offensive and defensive. Thank you so much. Shiri, for coming on today, taking time out of your busy schedule and sharing all these great tips. Well, it was my pleasure. Thank you, Tina. Open Honest and Direct is produced by Raise the Bar, where we help companies level up their leadership by empowering their managers with the tools, skills, and training to be better leaders of people. You can get in touch with us at raisebar.co. Thank you for listening and go put your learning into practice.